Here's to the best spring ever in this season's must-have shoes. Find all the styles you need from brands you love at amazing prices right now at DSW. Update your closet with colorful sandals made for sunny days, fresh sneakers perfect for spring looks, and sporty soles ready for new adventures. Whatever you're up to this spring, DSW has the exact right pair for the occasion. Shop must-have spring shoes at your DSW store and DSW.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. You and I talk a lot about wellness on this show. Uh, We sure do. But we're not the only ones on the planet looking at the wellness industry with a critical eye. Oh, thank God for that. We cannot be doing this alone. Oh, no. We are not doing it alone. Thankfully, there are people out there like Jane Marie, the host of the Dream Podcast, who are also looking at the wellness industry. Oh, I love Jane Marie, and I am obsessed with the Dream. Well, what do you say we talk to Jane Marie? I would love to do that. Well, let's do it then, because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Jane Marie. And this is By the Book. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain. You need some help. Ooh, self-help. By the book, by the book, by the book, by the book, by the book. That's right. It's time for another Buy the Book bonus episode, our Between Seasons treat for your ears. And today we have a real treat because we are joined by Jane Marie. Jane Marie is a Peabody and Emmy award-winning journalist who produced This American Life for nearly a decade before starting her own production company. She's now the host of the Little Everywhere and Stitcher original documentary podcast called The Dream. In season one of The Dream, Jane Marie looked at the world of multi-level marketing scams, also known as MLMs or pyramid schemes, and the people who feel drawn to them. In season two, which recently concluded, she looked at the wellness industry, how it crosses over with the world of multi-level marketing, and how not everything being sold to us is what it seems. Jane Marie, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh, we're happy to have you here. And we have so many questions for you. First of all, we have questions that, you know, Jolenta and I have. And then later, we're going to get to questions that our listeners have for you. But let's start with our own questions, shall we? Yeah. Great. We have a ton of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's start with a biggie, which is, why do you think things like MLMs and the wellness industry are so extremely popular right now? Um, Because our capitalist society is falling apart. Nice, (laughs) nice. (laughs) Um, I think mainly, I mean, that's the case for MLMs for sure. Um, It's just really hard to uh, make a living at the moment for a lot of folks. And so um, there's appeal to, you know, the idea of, being your own boss, setting your own hours, working from home, you know, working way too much. Um, unfortunately, they're, they're scams. So <laughs> you that it won't work out that you'd actually make money doing that. But I can see the appeal. 
you know, if the if the promise was real. Totally. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And what about the wellness industry? So you you explained why MLMs may be popular, but why do you think the wellness industry is as well? Because our healthcare system's also totally screwed uh, up. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Speaking the truth. Um, it's very expensive, right? Um, and prohibitively so for a lot of folks. Um, and I think a lot of people, I mean, there's one end of wellness that's very um, – aspirational and and luxury uh, oriented. But I think for a lot of people, at least the folks we interviewed for our show, a lot of them and and friends and family um, of mine seek out alternative medicine for cost reasons. I mean, it's a lot of times that's a lot more accessible than getting traditional care at a hospital, you know? And we all want to live forever <laughs> and be really hot while we're doing oh, it. yeah. So. That's the most important. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a lot of wellness. So um, it's trying to look good forever. Yes. I mean, I guess it makes perfect sense then that a lot of MLMs seem to have ties to the wellness industry, either in the the products mm-hmm. they shill or vice versa. A lot of like wellness influencers will show up at sort mm-hmm. of MLM symposiums or what have you. So what's their relationship like? It's really, it's it was fascinating and it made our jobs like slightly easier for the second season of our show yeah. <laughs> because we'd, because they're so intertwined. Um, you know, first of all, MLMs are very female focused. Um, they're, you know, the, the target market for a recruit into an MLM is... Mo- primarily female, I think like 75% of participants or something close to that um, are are women. And so I think, you know, as we know, the product that an MLM is selling doesn't matter yeah. um, because that's not how the businesses make money. They make money by getting you to sign up and plunk down a few hundred bucks and then you quit and then somebody else does the same thing right behind you. So I think a lot of these MLM companies will choose products that appeal to women. Mm in right. order to recruit them. So a lot of times that is health products and beauty and um, all of that stuff is wellness, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and diet and lots oh, of diet, yeah. so diet, much. diet. That yeah. Um, yeah. 75% number you quoted is also a number we come across in the self-help book industry. Goodreads did a study that, uh, isn't it Two-thirds, Kristen? Oh, yeah. Um, So the majority of self-help books are written by men, and the majority of readers are women. So It's the exact same market. Go away. So it's interesting that you say that's the case with wellness, too. And I'm like, oh, I know Jolenta and I, both of our ears perked up when you said that now. Those are like the exact same numbers in the self-help industry. Do you know what's funny is I believe it's the same um, as far as like the MLM owners. I I think they're majority male as well. Oh, I'm sure. But the participants are female, and the products are oriented towards females. So, yeah, the structure is so similar. <laughs> yeah, ban men. Is that what we're going to start talking about? Yeah, no. for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of these self help authors are also, in addition to writing these books, they are shilling supplements or other betterment mm-hmm. businesses, um, businesses that help you live your best life, and. 
So um, not surprisingly, Jolenta and I immediately in season one just completely fell in love with your show and in season two just as much because it's like, this is the universe we're in. This is us. (laughs) Yes. They are so closely intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing I love about your story, Jane, is that when you were growing up, you were surrounded by a lot of family members who were into MLMs. And I have to say that Mm -hmm. that was the case with me too. Um, My family had... Mary Kay ladies. We had Avon ladies. And Uh I'm curious, you know, in your case, were you at one point a believer also? Were you skeptical from the get-go? What was your experience like being surrounded by this world? I don't think I was skeptical at all as a kid, you know, because it was really sweet. It was like a bonding thing that we did with my grandma. And, you know, I always look forward to getting my Avon samples in my stocking. Or oh, I love those too. I love um, the little yeah. tiny lipsticks. Remember yeah. the tiny lipsticks? Oh, they're oh, so cute. I, I love those. them. I Did mean, you guys I've... ever have, my mom brought me once from a Tupperware party, like a little baby Tupperware. Yes. Like, like I had like the Barbie miniature size. ones for kids. Yeah. Yes. The tiny ones are called, um, the little tiniest Tupperware cup is called a widget, I Ugh. think, and it has a little lid, but it's like really yeah. teensy tiny, like a it, little It could be lip, like on a like key a chain. lip balm yeah. pot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my mom had Tupperware parties and I think, yeah, I didn't have a negative view of it as a kid. That's for sure. Um, I remember I kind of got more skeptical after the first time I ever hosted a party, mm. um, which was for like a lingerie and like um, adult toys uh, company. I can't remember the name of it. But I wanted some free garter belts or whatever. (laughs) So I hosted this party at my house. And I was like, oh, this is like totally junk. Like everything they were selling was crappy and really expensive. And then the pitch came at the end like, hey, do you want to also do this? And I was like, oh, Mm. no. No, I don't. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -mm. In defense of those parties, though, I do have to say as far as the sex toy parties and the lingerie parties, um, I – did a, I, I've already mentioned this on the show in the past, but I did a master's thesis mm-hmm. on sex toy parties in the Bible Belt and, how they, and yeah. how they perpetuate conservative family values. And a lot of those companies are about how do you stay happy in a marriage? Um, how do you fulfill God's will to uh, be in a fulfilling monogamous relationship? And also, how do you have access to this pleasure when you live in a state where sodomy laws don't allow for sex toys? And so home toy parties actually open a lot of doors for women who may not have another place to ask these questions or have access to these toys or learn about parts of their own anatomy and about pleasure. So, Well, I was not that thoughtful about it when I was hosting <laughs> my party. <laughs> I was just like being obnoxious and trying on underwear in front of my friends, but um, – <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I did not grow up in the Bible Belt, but close enough, you know, outside of Flint, Michigan, um, in a rural area. So that does make sense. But the yeah. reason I bring this up is because I do think, especially in the first season of The Dream, you did acknowledge it's not 100% evil. Some people get great things out of these parties or out mm-hmm. of these businesses, depending on how you look mm-hmm. at it. What are some of the things you see that people get out of this universe? Well, in in my hometown, when I went back to report on this, I um, got together with an old uh, classmate of mine who is sells um, bags, like monogrammable bags, through a, a Christian company called Thirty One. Mm-hmm. Her crew, I mean, there was like thirty women in this room and all doing rah rah stuff for each other and like giving, you know, they had like she gave everybody like a free little snack bag um, while she's like teaching them how to do 
do the, how to run their business. And they had a blast. It was like, <laughs> it was a really fun. So I mean, honestly, like, I went to hang out with that group on a I think it was a Saturday or Sunday morning and it was at a church. And I, as I was sitting there, I'm like, if I still lived here, I'm probably, this would be a fun thing to do on a weekend, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like get together with these hilarious ladies and like sing songs about bags and um, give away raffle tickets and stuff. I don't know. It just, <laughs> I can see just the appeal of like the gap, the social appeal. Mm, um, yeah. And then a lot of them were making enough money, you know, um, even if it's a hundred bucks, this is the, okay. So this is where it gets tricky, right? Uh, m- many of the women in that room made, you know, a hundred bucks a month at most. Right. <sighs> but they translate it to, well, that's a phone payment, right? Mm. but not doing the books in a way that like, that would be like uh, a cost of doing it's business. It's not a expense. significant impact. It's also just, you have to have a phone to run exactly. an MLM. So it's not, it's not income. Mm. It's cost of maintenance. It's cost of (laughs) doing business. Exactly. Exactly. So you're kind of breaking even at most. But anyways, I think a few extra bucks and having something to do with your friends on the weekend is like enough for a lot of people. And I can totally see the appeal of that, Um, especially in places where there isn't a heck of a lot going on outside of church, you know? Yeah, communities around women and like feeling empowered and, you know agency over your own life like that's super appealing (laughs) i think a lot of them also like it really was a good excuse to leave the kids at Uh, home yeah you know um because i'm pursuing my career and so i can justify either the expense of a babysitter or you know leaving the kids with dad or whatever and I, yeah, I can totally understand that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's maybe a little bit easier to get away with than just going totally. shopping or something. <laughs> so in the most recent season of The Dream, you focused a lot on wellness products and practices, and uh, there are definitely many to be skeptical of. What ones were you most skeptical of? What ones were the worst? What ones pleasantly surprised you of any in the final episode um i recorded myself after a tuning fork session which was awesome it was so rad it was like it was like a massage with like custom music for me you know it was like really relaxing can you explain what that means yeah, I, I think most of our listeners don't know what a tuning fork is it session like some is. a sound bath it's kind of a sound bath yeah and um I didn't know what it was going in either, but uh, the practitioner had a variety of tuning forks, the kind that you Mm -hmm. use for instruments, right, to tune, Um, and a little, like, plastic um, pad on her leg where she would crack the tuning fork and then touch it to my body Mm -hmm. so it would, like, vibrate a little Mm -hmm. on some part of me. Um, And she'd do two at a time. And it was I think it's, you know – it is connected to the stuff that I, I called the most bullshit on. <laughs> nice. Go on. <laughs> um, which was the the other services that were all about frequencies and like magnetism and vibrational energy and that kind of stuff. So it's like, I can't believe I, one of them got me, but it did. It was just so relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that like when she told me at the end that she had done some work on my inner child, that I didn't believe um, was a thing, <laughs> but I was so relaxed during the actual treatment. It was awesome. But the other ones were like, 
the one where I went to the Magnosphere. It was like a chair you sit in inside of this thing that looks like a wheel well, and it's supposed to like do some magnetic mm-hmm. something. I don't even know. It it's nonsense. You know, yeah. it's all <laughs> it's just totally made up uh, pseudo science. But um, those ones really annoyed me because I was like, nothing's happening, and I'm just paying for this. And they're expensive, right? They're so expensive. Yeah, that one was like seventy dollars or something Ooh. to sit in a chair for a half an hour. Aye, aye, aye. Um, and the yeah, a couple of places that I went that had those sorts of devices that were like supposed to work on your um on your frequencies and your vibrations. Um, they were like doing big business. I mean, they were busy. And I was like, gosh, people come in here mm. regularly and just throw their money away to sit down in a chair that's like sort of like a chair they could have at home. What do you think draws people to maybe try that first over spending that money on therapy every week. I say that as someone who's drawn to it as well. Oh, really? Sometimes. Okay. I go to therapy, I, um... but I'm always like, but maybe that chair, you guys. <laughs> I think not everyone's into therapy, for mm. one, um, and that's okay. But uh, the placebo effect right. is real, right? So if you think it's doing something for you, it is. So... What's the difference? Does it matter I mean, like, how it happens? I, I, yeah. Just because I, exactly. Like if it chills you out and it makes you feel like your irritable bowel syndrome is calmed down or something, then I guess do whatever it whatever works. And if it if you think it works, then it well, works. Um, then my question is: yeah. Is there actually a difference between snake oil and good advice? Is there a difference, or is it really just what you bring to it? <sighs> I mean, I. <laughs> Look, I spent a year thinking about this and I don't have an answer for you. I don't know. I mean, I think I don't like the idea of anyone trying to take advantage right. of anyone mm-hmm. else. So I think I'm mad at the folks who know that they're selling bullshit um, and just ripping people off and preying upon their hopes and fears. At the same time, like I, like I said, if, it, if you feel like something is working for you and making you feel better, who am I? to tell you not to do it you know mm. yeah yeah well i guess <laughs> i'm mad right i mean it's coming up a lot totally. right now because of yeah. the coronavirus um and everyone suggesting that you know their colloidal silver or essential oils um that's nonsense yeah. like those things can't are not antiviral and you know, can't protect you from a pandemic. Um, And so I think that's like definitely crosses a line for me um, where it's just dangerous um, to be suggesting to people that they can take your thieves oil and somehow avoid a plague. Because it's a fine line Um, because sometimes like the intention really is good, but it's still misleading. If the intention is to make you feel like more relaxed or more beautiful or again, like your anxious tummy isn't bothering you as much, then that's one thing. And I think, you know, take whatever stupid oils you want for that. But um, you can't avoid it. Right, right. <laughs> and like the, the <laughs> copper that shows up when I search for hand sanitizer on Amazon, like is not going to keep me oh, clean. Oh, Lord. No. Yeah. You got to wash your hands. <laughs> you just yeah. have to wash your Please hands. Please wash your hands after you go <laughs> to the bathroom. And we're mostly mm-hmm. talking to the men out there. Please <laughs> wash, wash mm-hmm. your hands. so gross all right we are gonna take a quick break and when we come back we are gonna take some listener questions that you all sent in for jay and marie 
Stay with us. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Hi, I'm Ariana Maddox. Whether I'm on TV or Broadway, I live by two rules. Follow your dreams and always wear great shoes. That's why I love DSW. Must have shoes that pair well with whatever you've dreamed up for your life. Seriously, DSW has all the shoes you need for everything from errand days to date nights. And they're from top brands at prices you can totally brag to all your friends about. That's why I've partnered with DSW to create a collection of shoes I know you'll love. Because let's be real, whether I'm dancing on TV, teaching you how to make the perfect cocktail in my best-selling book or starting a whole new venture. It's all about the shoes. Find the shoes to do all the amazing things you do in my new collection at your DSW store or DSW.com. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We are back with Jane Marie, host and creator of the Dream Podcast, which we are huge fans of and kind of starstruck that we're talking <laughs> with Jane Marie. We love her. Very starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have some questions from all of you out there, all the listeners. Um, we got some good ones. Totally. I'm excited. Up first, I love this one from Kayla, which just says, are MLMs cults? Why do they seem so similar? <laughs> <laughs> um what won't get Uh-oh. me sued? Um, <laughs> ah. I think they're rather culty. You know, there is, and and the, the biggest similarities I found are um, just the culture of uh, secrecy and disinformation and the loyalty mm-hmm. <laughs> messaging, um, the put your blinders on and just listen to your upline, don't listen to your gut, you know, don't follow your instincts, follow the leader. It's, they're pretty culty, yeah, because mm. they're not real right, right. products <laughs> that anyone and a lot of it needs to buy. A that lot way. of it is about keeping money inside the organization and like up top, right? Exactly. Like structurally, they look similar. Mm-hmm. Totally, and you know, keeping money inside the organization also keeping people throwing good yeah. money after mm-hmm. bad takes a little bit yeah, of mind yeah, yeah. control. Yeah, you know, um, to just have. To Keep tell believing people like and buying, oh, you it looks like you're losing money, but you're somehow this is still a really good idea for you to be pouring money into yeah. this and convincing people it's their fault that they don't feel good and they're yeah, not making exactly. money. Um, oh no, it's not mm-hmm. the fault of the organization; it's your fault it's for your not individual enough. lacking. Yeah, yes. Uh, I saw the most gnarly post from one of these MLM upline Ooh. ladies um, on tell. Instagram oh, yes. the other day who said she said the um, the pandemic and us you know sheltering in place and staying home is gonna um sort out who's actually dedicated oh to my gosh no no, no no that is bizarre no yeah 
Oh. Ew. Ugh. That's disgusting. No, no, no. Oh, gross. So gross. No. Oh, mm-hmm. what? That's like a beautiful metaphor, though, for how an MLM yeah, is. For it's real. like, let's blame the individual <laughs> for something that's a giant systemic problem that is not yep. about the individual no, at all. Now we're, oh, God. Now we're going to see how dedicated you are to your to your. Oh, yeah, and away. even <laughs> like a general societal weakness, like mm, that's your fault, or like yeah. mm, how dedicated yep. are you? Oh, so <laughs> gross. Yeah. Yep. All right, shifting gears, we have this question from Kate. Kate says, "Jane, I was totally with you in season one of the dream. Yes, pyramid schemes are predatory and only benefit the people at the top, but in season two, I felt a little attacked, like your partner Dan." I love crystals and other woo-woo <laughs> stuff. If it makes us feel good, what's so bad about it? Poor Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody give me a break about Dan. Dan edited oh, and produced that show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank the you. I know editor. that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a great editor. Yes. He's <laughs> he's a, a delightful human that I love, obviously. I hope that comes across in the show that we like are crazy about each other. <laughs> um, and... And he's an adult. Right. We're all adult. Like, if you feel personally attacked because I said your crystals don't do anything, like you, I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. But um, I don't know. I, I can't yeah. help that. We all, you know, like, I, do you get butthurt all the time about people <laughs> saying your interests are no. not interesting? No. Like, I have interests that I don't expect anyone else to be into. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, like, I Jalenta, like crystals <laughs> and I'm not butthurt. I, I got to say also, Jolent and I, I think, are a good example of being like a Jane and a Dan couple. Yeah. Um, as far as production <laughs> couples go, we're work wives. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think mm-hmm. crystals are malarkey and Jolenta loves them. But we can still work well together. We can still make They're a pretty. great show. It doesn't mean that we hate each other or disrespect right. each other. Yeah, I have a lot of interests that. I would think it was actually weird if other people were into them as much as Ooh, I am. Like what? You know? I mean, paint my number. Those are great. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't do it for you, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to get offended. Right. But I think also part of it might just be, you know, if the tables were turned, uh, like, would Dan have gotten as much pushback for giving you shit about crystals? I don't know. Like, people also are just, like, still taken aback a bit by, like, Women with opinions. Oh, no, I know. Shut up, lady. Um, yeah, I do think this one, it also, I, to everyone's credit, people who are criticizing me for the way I talked about some of your favorite malarkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it, this is more about face, you know? Yes, um, exactly. And so I think it touches a nerve differently um, than, you know, the clear, the cut and dry, like, this is a pyramid scheme. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, right, um, right. this is about belief systems. Oh, yeah. We come up against that too. Even just with like, uh, we had, you know, not so positive experiences with meditation and getting up mm-hmm. early. And those are things that people have like very deep faith in that I did not know until we sort of picked at that a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we have people who said, we're never going to listen to you again because you essentially burned my Bible. And it's like, we're not trying to burn Bible so much as say, some things work for us and some things don't. But, you know, it goes back yeah. to what you were saying, Jane, about them being, you know, their faith systems. Mm-hmm. They are. And that was the tricky thing about season two, I got to say. And totally. I don't know if we would do it that way again. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it, was so, it was just easier to report on an industry that was, like, specific. Um, right. You know, and and 
and this was just so broad and so deeply felt. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. I mean, it was worth it. I feel like we had a really great time doing this second season, but um, it was really hard. We we experience this too, where people like will say you you applied the advice wrong when you read self help books, and and it's also it's hard because. You know, how can you apply how advice can wrong? You, how can you investigate <laughs> wellness without seeing if it a- applies in your life? It makes a subject well. And also, lives are so individual. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, of course people will feel disappointed because, like, your reporting on it didn't look like their findings. But we're all different people. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, like, confirmation bias. Um, oh, yeah. For a lot of folks. But, you know, I was never more unwell than when I was reporting this mm, season. Yeah. I got sick so much. I think I just was like out of sorts. You know, I wasn't mm. doing my normal life. And I also was really focused on my body in a way that I don't like Yeah, thinking yeah. about. Um, and so having to tune in as much as, as we did over the course of the year was just like, ugh, I don't ever want to think about my body that much ever again. Yeah, no. it's easy to go down rabbit holes when you start. It was like second to pregnancy, you know, mm. and the amount of like, me, 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 what's going on in me? <laughs> just I don't want to think about it. Right, right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's just yeah. so much overregulation. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much more to us than trying to fix our bodies. Oh, mm-hmm. so much more to us. Like, And, you know, Jolent and I strongly believe for the most part, we don't need fixing anyway. That's mm-hmm. that's just our general belief. Yeah, I don't have a feeling about it. So I think I'm the wrong person from the jump, you know? Like I don't have <laughs> I don't feel like everything in my system is screwed yeah. up. Right. Probably it is. <laughs> I mean, chances are chances are some bad stuff's growing, you know? But, you know, and that's just life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. let's move on with this question from Carrie. Carrie says I love everything you say about the company Young Essential Oils on your show. They really do strike me as a predatory pyramid scheme. That being said, Mm -hmm. my own herbalist has recommended oils to me over the years. For example, lavender oil on my pillow to help me feel calm at bedtime. Is it possible to Mm -hmm. separate wellness treatments from the wellness industry, or are they the same thing? Oh, it's totally possible to separate them. I mean, I I think, first of all, you can buy essential oils not from a multi-level marketing company. True. <laughs> you know, you can make them yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you can um, you can buy them at the food co-op or, um, you know, there's other product lines out there that are not pyramid schemes um, that will give you the same, uh, the same sort of wonderful scents in your home. And I think things smelling nice uh, that's nice. <laughs> exactly. That's I was important. like, enhancing your you know? life is one thing. And like, but, you know, it's it's saying that will cure cancer. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's not correct. Um, but I think, you know, yeah, having some nice citrus oil on hand. Love it. Just perks nice. up the spirits. Yeah. Fresh, freshens up your day. Exactly. <laughs> I love putting oil in my bath, you know. Oh, nice. Smooth skin. Yeah. And it smells really good. And yeah, they stopped making my very favorite smelling oil from Aveda. Ugh, oh, I hate when that happens. Mm. Yeah. Ugh, never have that scent again. Mm. That's okay. <laughs> it's in my memories. All right. We have this question from Shivani who says, 
What bothers me about the wellness industry, possibly even more than the false promises, is the cultural appropriation. I Mm. see white women owning (laughs) the yoga space and white women trying to sell Ayurvedic soap to me and Indian women and so many other things that get on my nerves. Why is so much of the wellness world Mm -hmm. about taking credit or repackaging aspects of non-white culture? Well, why is whiteness about that? Ugh. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah, have you heard answer. our music lately? Boom. Yes. Jane Marie drops the mic and walks away. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. It's just because wellness is just one more part of our culture. Yeah. All of culture yeah. has that. We just Ugh. absorb, wow. absorb, and squeeze out every and be like, guess of, what we found you know. out? This thing other people found out. All right. On that note, we're going to take another quick break. But when we come back, we have one last question for Jane Marie. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Ariana Maddox. Whether I'm on TV or Broadway, I live by two rules. Follow your dreams and always wear great shoes. That's why I love DSW. Must have shoes that pair well with whatever you've dreamed up for your life. Seriously, DSW has all the shoes you need for everything from errand days to date nights. And they're from top brands at prices you can totally brag to all your friends about. That's why I've partnered with DSW to create a collection of shoes I know you'll love. Because let's be real, whether I'm dancing on TV, teaching you how to make the perfect cocktail in my best-selling book or starting a whole new venture. It's all about the shoes. Find the shoes to do all the amazing things you do in my new collection at your DSW store or DSW.com. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. All right, we are back with Jane Marie, and we have one last burning question for her. Hit me. Jane, we know you're skeptical about the wellness world, but do you ever read self-help books? And if so, which ones? Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so surprised. Go on. You can hate read them too. No, I like self-help books. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I, um, especially if I'm feeling if I'm feeling like I need help with something um I like a lot I like to read a lot of relationship focused self-help books so um a book that I read regularly is called <laughs> is called passionate marriage mm. Ooh. tell us about that it's by um the guy's name is schnark is his last name um it's a wonderful book about how it's similar to Esther Perel's mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. um she wrote Mating in Captivity, and she has that wonderful podcast, Where Should We Begin? Where Should We Begin? Um, but it's basically about, you know, keeping, you know, the sex fun in a long-term committed relationship. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's similar to her book, Mating in Captivity, but I like it a little bit more um, because it's about, like, having great sex with the same person for a very long time, specifically. And hers is I'm I'm into looking at Yeah, that. yeah. I would check both of those <laughs> out. But I really I like I like relationship self help books. I like um you know, I, I have you read The Body Keeps the Score? No. Okay. 
And the body keeps the scores kind of about like in. Uh, it's about like PTSD tra- trauma. and trauma in the body. In your DNA. The- yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's great. Um, so let's see. I recommend those two. Um, I also like astrology. Yes. Oh, Jolenta's yes, ears yes, are picking yes. up right now. I'm so happy. Do you like Linda Goodman? Oh my she gosh, that's so old love school. Signs. Yes, yeah, oh yes. That's like my mom's astrology book. Yeah, yes. my grandma's astrology book. That's like what I grew up side. on. Um, oh god, I love it. It's just the perfect snap. It's such a funny pop culture moment. Like, yes, re- reading that book, all of the famouses that she references are from the early seventies. So good, <laughs> and they're like. You might not even know who half of them are, but it's so hilarious. It's like reading astrology inside like Three's Company or something. Oh, I um, love it. I love it's it. It's so funny. It's so funny. I love that book. But yeah, I, I like self-help books. I don't know. I, But I just like also read a lot. So nice. they kind of just get thrown in. I see. With all I the rest see. of the stuff that I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't already, you should definitely check out The Dance of Anger. That is a self-help book Jolenta and I lived by that we both thought was pretty good. So, Oh, great. It's very 80s power woman realizes she's angry. Nice. I love anger. Yeah. Don't read The Joy of Sex, though. <laughs> we did. We lived by The Joy of Sex, and it was very bad. No. Don't stick to your book okay. about having good sex. Yeah. Do yeah, that I'm instead. I'm not going to check that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might have leafed through it once as a kid. Oh, we something. all did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. And that's Wasn't all that you like, need to do. Don't was, read it. Yeah. Just, okay. Great. Yeah. Just keep that in your childhood memories as something where you got to be excited to see naked people and nothing else. And be like that's blown perfect. away okay. by illustrations <laughs> of very full bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. On that note, we are going to let you go. Jane Marie, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And reminder to everyone out there, Jane Marie's show is called The Dream, and it is fantastic. Thank you so much, Jane. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for this By the Book bonus episode. Thanks again to Jane Marie. Huge thank you, as always, to our amazing production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, Jared O'Connell, and Andy Christens. Thanks also to our executive producer, Daisy Rosario, and Chris Bannon, who is Stitcher's chief content officer. Thanks also to Nate Wida, who composed our theme song, to Gerald Arnold, who produced this season's version of the theme song, and once again to our very own Nora Ritchie, who performs our theme song with such style and grace. And don't forget to stay in touch with us. Send us any questions, comments, wellness stories to our email address. It's kristinangelenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. And you can always leave us a voicemail message as well. We love hearing your beautiful voices. We're at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. And don't forget to rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen, because it helps other people find the show. And it's soups easy. You just press a few little stars. <laughs> and if you haven't already... Tell a friend about the show. Tell somebody in an MLM about the show. Tell somebody who really believes that oils will change their life about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jane Marie. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Did anybody have a good lunch today? Me neither. Stitcher. Do you 
want to set your child up for success, is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And How to Be Fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. 